You know, I love what the Bible says in the Old Testament book of Isaiah, chapter 40. It says, they who wait for the Lord will renew their strength. You know, if we're honest, sometimes getting through a season of waiting as a mom or a dad can be challenging. We just need to wait for the Lord. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's a professional counselor and author and leads our parenting team here at the ministry. And Danny, um, you've been there, I've been there. Waiting on God is kind of hard, don't you think? It is. It is. We want things done now. I mean, we're used to that. I scripted it out, God. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Where are you at? Yeah, where are you going to come now? The unknowns really for us create fear. We we don't know what's coming, and we anticipate it's probably going to be a bad thing potentially. Mm. We we tend to predict that, and so fear continues to grow. And uh, God tells us, "Don't do not fear," because He knows we're prone to that. And He does say, "Trust me." That is that's a hard thing to do. Do we trust one another even mm. in our own home with our friendships? We are in a culture of distrust, and so to learn how to trust, we have to begin with God and our relationship. And I remember this mom that came in, she was very concerned about uh, her family, especially her child who was leaving their home. Uh, His faith was wavering. Uh, He was starting to make some really poor decisions uh, in life, yet they had invested tremendously in him throughout his early years. They're very intentional as a family, and they can trust in that, mm-hmm. that they, they built into his, their, their child's soul to the point that he may try some things, but you've built a foundation he can come back to. Yeah. And so we talked about that. How can we wait on God as he continues to shape and finish the work he has for your son? And so he said, how, how can you do this patiently? So she wrote a, a journal and and would write notes to her son in prayers, knowing that he would come back at some point. And uh, and that's that's what what has happened. Uh, he has returned very strong into the faith, and uh, the mom and dad got to see uh, that that investment play out. But he he did make some very poor decisions during that time and yeah. created a lot of fear. You just have to hold on sometimes to the promises of God and to who you know God to be. I'm, I'm reminded as you speak, Danny, of Philippians 1.6, where Paul said, He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. Mm, yeah. So our God started something in our kids' lives. He will finish it, and we have to trust he'll finish it his way and in a way that works for them so they can own it. Wow. Um, well, let's go ahead and hear now from Jody Burnt. She is passionate about helping our kids learn to understand and know the love of God. And here she is sharing with Jim Daly. You know, I would imagine, because it's true in Gene and I's life, um, we pray for our kids' salvation, obviously. We did that when they were younger, that they would come to embrace the faith. That's probably the most common Mm -hmm. prayer for parents. What are some of the other things that parents, that you've learned coaching parents? That's a good question. And in fact, before I wrote the book, um, I knew what I was praying. Again, that my kids would be nice to each other. Um, (laughs) But I wondered what other parents were praying. And I did these surveys. And this was before Facebook, before before Survey Monkey, before really even email. So I did them the old fashioned way where I wrote them on pieces of paper and they had one question and it was, if you could ask God to do anything for your family, what would it be? Mm. And so I would carry them around in my purse and give them to you if I saw you in the carpool line or at the grocery store. We tucked them into our Christmas cards that year. And I got more than a hundred of these things back. 
And you can imagine, to your question, what parents wanted. You know, parents wanted that faith. They wanted kids who loved God and his word. But they also wanted character traits, wisdom, compassion, kindness. They wanted kids to be kept safe. That's a big one for parents. I want my child to be protected and be safe. And even there were people, um, relationships, friendships, sibling relationships, relationships with teachers, coaches. And there were a lot of parents who were taking kind of a long view and saying, you know, I actually am praying for my three-year-old's marriage partner yeah, or for their sure. management of money or time. You know, so all these things, I kind of took the top 20 needs or requests that I saw come in and shaped them into um, the table of contents. And then I started digging around in the Bible and be like, okay, does God say anything about this? Does he say anything? And you know, you know it as well as I do. And I know your listeners know it, that there's not a need we're going to face, a concern we'll have that... God hasn't already provided for and addressed in Scripture. Yeah, it's so true. And I think, you know, when you you mentioned wisdom, that one resonated Mm, with mm -hmm. me because I think that's probably outside of, you know, knowing the Lord, walking with the Lord, that's probably the next... Uh, most often prayer that I've offered sure. for my boys that they would have wisdom. Copying from think, Solomon, right? Yeah, I mean, everything fa- falls from that, <laughs> everything right? Everything follows from that. Yeah, it equips us to receive all God's other good gifts. It's a good one. Uh, Joe, you've offered uh, three ideas for developing godly patience. Uh, what are they? Golly, developing godly patience, you know, waiting is hard, isn't it? I mean, Scripture says, I think it's Psalm 27, that be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Mm. He knows we got to be strong. We need to take courage. We need to take heart when we're waiting. So I think all of us need patience. And um, I think there's all kinds of ways we can cultivate that. But one way I think is, uh, you know, the art of letting God set the timer maybe is Mm. begin with an attitude of thanksgiving. Um, Sometimes when we're waiting for something, um, it can help to look back and see what God's already done to be able to say, okay, you know, you know my need. And I'm going to thank you for what you've already done. I also think scripture can really help because um, I like Romans 5 verse 4 says, everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. And I think the more scripture Mm. we know, the more hope is birthed within us. And we have that capacity to wait because it reminds us that God is good. He does know our needs. He is our provider. And then finally, I think... um, you know, Jesus talks about, he talks about the persistent widow. He tells us, be persistent. We think, oh gosh, I'm bugging God. I don't think we're bugging God. We're just talking to him. We're reminding him. He says, I know, I know. And it's just, again, that's all part of relationship. And I tell the story, not in, not in this book, but in another book about a time when um, our refrigerator broke. And if you've ever had a refrigerator go up, go bad, you realize when you try to get a new model, they never fit the old hole, you know? <laughs> right, <laughs> like exactly it's, right. So it's... for Ravi and me, we wound up living six weeks without a fridge, just this big old ugly hole in the kitchen. Uh. We did have a smaller one out in the garage, so it's not like we suffered too badly. But I will tell you that waiting time um, created in me such a desire to have a refrigerator <laughs> and such a gladness when mm-hmm. the new model finally came and the cabinets were redone. And I thought, now, why wasn't I as grateful for my refrigerator before? And it was in that waiting and in that lack that I really developed my uh, longing so that once the new fridge was in there, I mean, one morning I I practically wept in my coffee. I just looked over at the big silver thing and I thought, thank you, God, Mm. I have a refrigerator. So sometimes I think waiting increases our gratitude. Well, that's the evidence of patience, right? You need to be waiting to demonstrate there is patience. So that's how it works. Okay, Danny, as Jody is um, sharing with Jim there, I'm just thinking I have six adult children. 
they all have autonomy. I have no real say in the decisions they make in their lives. I don't. And I don't want it because they're their own people. But that can be really, really hard. How do we hold on to God's truth and let that kind of be an anchor when... How do I do that, Danny, when I wake up Hmm. at 2 in the morning and I'm thinking about one of my kids? Yeah, and that's that relational connectedness we can have with God. I know I've woken up and I've looked out the window and I've said, hey, Lord, can you just hold me for a moment? I I have these worries, these Mm -hmm. concerns, and I want to trust you. So almost going uh, back to being a kid in a parent's lap? Yeah, just saying, hey, Hmm. I know you're there and I want to feel it in my soul. And usually... When we embrace someone, we feel it to the depths of our soul. We can. It's a very therapeutic thing to hold. And uh, I, I really do picture God wanting and longing for the day where he embraces us. Mm. Uh, you know, Jesus, I could picture him as a, as a hugger, right? <laughs> he, he probably hugged a lot yeah. of people along the way. Mm. And uh, I really, in picturing God's word, uh, as our conversation with God, at any moment we can open, especially Psalms, a very relational piece of Scripture, or I guess portion of God's Word. That's where I go to remind myself of the trust, uh, go into the moments where David was in, in, in situations that were very difficult, very lonely, and, and yet he could say, and I trust in you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to open up and surrender right here. And uh, so as a counselor to parents and in my own life, I, I really highly recommend finding those life verses that speak to you at certain moments and putting those into your mind. Mm. Because it does say in Isaiah 26, 3, he keeps him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he trusts in him. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And I'll I'll just... Uh, from a personal standpoint, add that as I've grown in my faith over the years, I think I've looked uh, more and more as the scriptures are my guide to God's heart and to his character and who he is. Uh, They're less a template for what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and more about who he is so that when these doubts come, when fear comes, when uncertainty comes about my kids or anything in life, I just have to remember who he is. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah. He cares. He, he, he loves them more than I do. And so, uh, boy, I hope you hear our hearts to lean into God in those difficult moments in your parenting journey. Certainly, Jody Berndt uh, feels the same way. She has written a tremendous book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Children. So uh, she didn't write the Scriptures, but she wrote this wonderful encapsulation of the Scriptures and how you can... Take God's Word and pray it over your children, for your children, and uh, it is a really wonderful resource. Let me encourage you to contact us today to get a copy. Um, You can give us a call, or the program notes have all the details. Uh, We'd ask that you consider uh, making a monthly pledge of any amount, or uh, if you're not in a spot to do that, a one-time gift to support the ministry of Focus on the Family. Join us. Be a partner. Uh, Donate to uh, this podcast, the shows, all the work that Focus is doing to come alongside and encourage parents and help, especially at points of need. But we can't do this without you, so please donate as you can and request that book by Jody Burnt, Praying the Scriptures for Your Children. And if you want to hear the entire two-part conversation we had with Jody, We've got a free download, and uh, are linking to that in the show notes. 
Next time, we'll hear more from Jody about thankfulness in your family. Uh, For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.